0: An Air Force officer training to be a Top Gun fighter pilot has been crowned this year's Miss America. 22-year-old 2nd Lieutenant
1: Madison Marsh, who represented the state of Colorado in the pageant, was crowned Sunday night in Orlando, Florida. Marsh is the first active duty officer to ever receive the national title. She performed a spoken word piece in the talent portion on Sunday. I give a speech on my very first solo flight at the age of 16. Because I started flying around 15. Um, That's whenever I kind of fell in love with the Air Force Academy and the idea of serving. The 2023 graduate of the Air Force Academy holds a degree in physics and is currently pursuing a master's degree in public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School with a National Truman Scholarship. She tells Fox's America Reports how her service prepared her for the role as Miss America. We're really trying to mesh both of these roles together as me remaining on active duty and maybe potentially becoming a recruiter for the Air Force because really I wouldn't be able to be Miss America or even gone to Harvard without the opportunities that the Air Force provided. The finalists were all asked about their goals as Miss America. Marsh responded by highlighting her military credentials as an embodiment of her commitment to learning and leading with a passion. They gave me all of the tools at the Air Force Academy to compete in pageants, to get the scholarships I received, to send me to Harvard while I'm still active duty. And so we really want to mesh these two roles together so I can advocate for people that are armed service members and really try to get more people to join the service. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military, just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
0: Now, the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yesterday we hit 41 for the
1: high in Wichita. Today may be a few degrees cooler, but here comes another blast of Arctic air tonight and into tomorrow. Partly sunny and breezy with a high 38 later on this afternoon. Some flurries this evening, Arlo 8 above, then sunny and windy on Friday with a high 20. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and Holiday.
0: Now partly cloudy, 24 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. said in the morning, 634 on this January 18th, 2024. On this date in 2005, the world's largest commercial jet. The Airbus A380 super jumbo, capable of flying up to 800 passengers, was unveiled in Toulouse, France. Can you imagine it's a large? I, I've never seen. I'm have just, you ever seen one of those? I've never seen. Not one. in person. Man. I've seen it on the. Yeah, 800 people, and they can still get off the ground. It's still and fly. gets off the ground. Man, that's pretty impressive. That's a large vessel. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, you know, more people than we had in my high school, I guess. <laughs> Eight hundred people. Uh, never been on the A three eighty. I have to do that before we before we blast off this sphere, Ted. Don't see many of them flying into Wichita. No, I don't think that we've got enough air, air runway out there. Probably, the author of Little Women may have been even more productive than previously thought. A Northeastern University postdoctoral teaching associate believes he has found work that Louisa May Alcott wrote under several pseudonyms for local newspapers in Massachusetts. Some of the 20 or so stories and poems found were also written under Alcott's own name. One story, written under the pseudonym E.H. Gould, was along the lines of Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. Northeastern University's Max Chapnick believes Alcott may not have always used her real name so she could... Explore different topics without harming her reputation, anonymously. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of that going. Not anonymous; she was just different name. Different name. Uh, this, yeah, that happens. That well, happened a lot in the 19th century. Yeah, and even uh, in the revolutionary times too. I mean, yeah. they, they didn't use their real names. Authors name. would try out different names. Yeah. And Benjamin Franklin used there. Mrs. Pickwick or something. I, I can't remember what exactly it was. Old Richard. Old Richard. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, however, Ted and I are operating under our our. Uh, God given the yeah we're not doing names, we're, not, we're not faking it up uh a lot of that happens in radio i mean and in mm-hmm. television they used to not as much anymore you notice some of the names we see on TV and in radio and some of the you can tell those aren't made up names like Sam Stone or I had a radio What was a radio <laughs> station one time that I heard of that uh, they didn't know what uh, you know they had like six different dJs and yeah each one was named after a color so you know there was Jim Green doing a morning show and Bill Black in the middays and Tom Brown at night, you know. I, I, that, I, honestly, did that equate to any ratings? You know, and I believe uh, when KEYN signed on the air, they were the All-American State. Now, this is, this is going back. This is 67, 68. I believe they were all named after uh, presidents. So you had Tom mm. Jefferson doing a show. Wow. <laughs> And John Adams, uh, different names like anything that. for a gimmick. Yeah, we had a, hired a, a young woman here in town who uh, she went on to work in Detroit and TV. And uh, uh, when I was at KXLK, we hired her, and I, I'm not going to remember her. Well, I do remember her name, but uh, she changed it uh, from her family name here in town to Tracy. I guess, anyway, her uh, her actual given name was was uh, sounded like sounded kind of funny, so we changed it for her. And she took it, and I think she found up doing Detroit TV, and she did well. Look at that. Yeah. So everything maybe, is. Maybe we should have changed our names. Our names. Maybe our careers could have taken off. What would we call pork Chop? and what did you say? When, maybe pork Chop and Willie or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you had one you made up. I don't know. Well, there was, there was one guy that was named after a food yeah. that did radio in this town, so we thought we should change our name to Pork and Beans. Pork or, and Beans. Or you, mac and Cheese. Mac and Cheese. Yeah, <laughs> would be another <laughs> tandem that we could have used. But you didn't want to be named Cheese. Well, I, I didn't uh, care. I've already I mac- would have gone with that. We'll see what we should. We'll talk with Tony Ducey later today. Maybe we can change our name to Mac Pork and, and, beans, in morning, mac and beans in the morning. Mac and Cheese in the morning. All right. <laughs> 6.38 now, Stephen. might be somewhat appropriate (laughs) in the morning let's take a look at uh the knss commodities update with tom leffler of leffler commodities good morning tom
2: well good morning steve and ted most of the session Wednesday had the entire cattle complex trading on the negative side. Now late in the session, buying lifted most of the live cattle and the feeder cattle futures to new highs for the current move up, and the closes were almost all positive. The lower grain and soybean futures yesterday may have offered some support along with technical buying to our cattle complex. Now Friday is the monthly cattle on feed report. The lean hogs traded and closed yesterday on both sides of unchanged. February and April contracts saw six session lows. On the close, Feb cattle were 2 cents lower at 173.10, March feeders up 95 cents at 229.77, and Feb lean hog 67 cents higher at 71.45. And trading was mixed and the closes were mostly negative for the wheat, corn, and soybean futures. Uh, on Wednesday, now the Kansas City wheat and the corn made new contract lows yesterday. Overall, yesterday was a very quiet news session, but we did see Egypt buy 360,000 metric tons of wheat from Russia and France. At the moment, March KC wheat is a half a penny lower at half. March corn up three quarters of a penny at four hundred forty three with March Soybean six cents higher at twelve eleven and three quarters. February crude oil twelve cents higher at seventy two sixty eight. February gold's up eleven dollars and thirty cents at two thousand seventeen eighty. The March S and Ps up twenty one points at four thousand seven hundred ninety two, with March dollar index down thirteen cents at one hundred three zero eight and the March dollar index twenty three points lower at 37,436 for commodity trading egg marketing or managed trading programs contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 go
0: to tom don't know if you heard our news a while ago with it over in butler county uh they fished a horse out of a lake over there that fell through the ice yesterday Uh, is that is that happen very often is that common
2: I won't say it's common, but it is something that does happen. Not it happens with yeah. cattle, too. They will wonder out there on the ice, you know, whether they're just curious or whether they're looking for water to drink and, you know, ice isn't
0: thick enough to fall through. Well, they rescued this this horse and uh, <laughs> put a big blanket around her and gave her some IVs and got her going again. So there you go. So it's a happy ending, The horse in the ice. How about that? That's right. All right, sir. All right, t- thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning at this time, KNSS News Time. Is 641 coming up? We got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Medicare might not cost what you think it does. Okay? So on the way with Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app